Oh, they're going to be in mine, too. Yeah, there you go. There's your Indian Invasion coffee cups. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's time for your Wednesday night episode of Indian Invasion Shorts. What's happening, Eric? Yep. <laughs> How's my mic check? It looks like it's in front of you, so it checks out good. Yep. Checks out good. So, Eric, I understand that you have some prizes that you wanted to, to show everyone that just recently you've acquired boxes and boxes of for some game that you weren't going to get into. Mm-hmm. I did post a picture up oh, if you guys you? didn't okay. see it, but for anybody that's tuning in to the stream. Like Spaz. Hello, Spaz. I'm not getting into the game. <laughs> I, we see that. We see that. I think we could officially change Spaz's name to Elasta Ape. Elasta Ape. I, I think. I think we could. I think we could officially change it to Elasta Ape. You shall forever be known as Elasta Ape. There you go. So, well, I got something too. I What'd got you get? My Urban Manhunt hardcover. Com- the companion. All I that- need to get that yet. I want to get new cards. Though, because I just have the freebie print and play type right, ones. Right. Well, my now I hadn't had a chance to email Cynthia, and maybe you know something, but I don't know because there's new crimson here. I don't know if there's going to be new cards. Mm, I would like, I don't I would like know. new cards, and since everything's print on demand, I don't know how easy or difficult that is to get done. But I personally would like to have the cards because I like to draw from the deck when I'm playing yeah. to get the crims out there. And then the reference card is just, it's really nice. So, um, I would, I would like to, and Spaz commented too. He said the same question about the crims. I, I would, I would, I would personally like to get the cards. So Cynthia, if you are watching or you watch this later, you have at least two requests, at least two requests for cards. I don't know if that justifies getting it print on demand or not, but, <laughs> but I, I hope it does because I love cards. Yeah. While we're sitting here chit chatting, if you guys could please go over, thank you for joining us. Let me say that, but please go over, like share, subscribe, all that stuff. And just, I'll do a quick reminder that we are changing our day for shorts. Um, yep. Starting, Thursday. It's going to be Thursday, October 7th. So we're just going one more day in the week uh, is going to be the new day for short. So uh, I'm going to hammer it into everybody's head so they know. (laughs) I'm going to try and do an early event, like long time in advance. So that way. uh, No. Two hours. I'm talking weeks at this point. Well, you don't Um, have much left weeks wise. You might need to get on the ball if you're planning for weeks. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know. I got to do that this weekend. But I have not been painting anything. Been building? You've no, been organizing. I, I've been well, I've been building, but I've been building shelves. Yeah. So I've built um let's see, nine shelves downstairs and have all my terrain loaded up on them now. I pretty much all my gaming stuff except for my board games that are upstairs, I got them on nice shelves that all match along the back wall you can see right back here behind me and then there's a whole nother set around this corner right here up against the wall that goes in an l shape so that's what kind of what i've been working on all week long um i think 
You put I, pictures down there, didn't a, you? I put a little video on Discord for okay. half of them. I got the first four shelves that I got done. And I just, I like it so much more. I was able to bring some of my terrain out of the garage. Because, uh, you know, hot glue and the south and a garage don't really get along that well. Yeah. The, the hot glue turns back into liquid. But anyway, that's mostly what, I, what I've been working on. But I'm hoping this weekend to get the video up for my campaign turn two for five okay. parts home. I'm going to try to take a whole bunch more pictures this time and kind of tweak how I did the the after action report because I kind of liked that because I'm, I know I'm not ready to set up an actual filmed battle report. Mm -hmm. And for someone like me, I don't like an hour and a half video anyway. I don't sit down and watch them. So I kind of like the systematic approach of hitting every point in the campaign turn and just talking about what I got. So we'll try that again and uh, and see what happens, because apparently it, it did OK on YouTube because it got a decent number of views. It's up to about 180. So that's not too shabby. Yeah, it's well, five parsecs is a hot game right now. So uh, I think you hit the uh, the vein. Well, I'm desperate <laughs> to get my actual book because I'm working out of the PDF and everybody knows everybody that watches the show knows i do not like don't like pdfs this is proof because i have had the pdf mm -hmm. of this book since it got the day it was released haven't looked at it but now i already have i've thumbed through it a couple times haven't started reading it just kind of skimmed things but uh haven't even that's right mr hardcop <laughs> there's alder good morning sir we are not on about anything just yeah we're just yeah, we're just doing our regular chit-chat uh, rambling that we always like to do while we wait for you guys to join yeah. in. Um, and looking at our timer, we've been we've been rambling for six minutes already. Well, you know, it is pretty easy to ramble. Yes, so, um, yeah, that's about all I've been working on. I did finish up my my um, Cutlass crew. My, I, went okay. with undead, I went with an undead crew, and I finished them up, put a little video up on YouTube. You know, I, I kind of that's the fun part for me is naming everybody and kind of building a story around them. And Tim says he's still waiting on his copy of Five Parsecs as well. Yeah, I haven't gotten mine yet either. I ordered mine from a company here in the States, in California, I think. But a couple of days after I ordered it, I saw an awful lot of bad reviews about people not getting stuff. Mm. So I'm a little bit concerned that and things like... um not responding to in email inquiries and things like that. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens. We'll, but I've got the PDF to play off of for right now, but I am still not ready. I'm not pulling the trigger on it all the way from Odiphius where it costs more than the book to ship it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried ordering some books from them yeah. well, this summer. Uh, they are doing the clear clearance on the vampire because it changed ownership. Uh, Renegade uh -huh. now owns the printing rights for it. So they had like a fire sale. And then I looked how much shipping was. I was like, oh, yeah, ouch. It was, it, was kind of, it was kind of painful. But, you know, that's okay. At, at least, even though I don't like having a PDF, at least I have that luxury. So I was able to jump into the game. And I really, I really liked it. I, I was really shocked with how fast the actual tabletop portion of the game was. I know this, we're not talking about five parsecs tonight. So let me just say that. <laughs> But I was really surprised with how fast that portion of the game went. Uh, and I think when, whenever we talk about how fast a skirmish game goes, it seems like Relic Blade is always the uh, 
the the litmus test for fast games and it played like yep. relic blade speed wise okay and I, yeah and i think that that's great because for me aside from the fact that relic blade has beautiful miniatures awesome art on the cards and a really involved and engaged creator and cool rules and all that stuff you can play it so fast man you can do so much in a night and that's what i like about five parsecs too is that portion of it is is so fast but i digress yep what are we talking about tonight well since we're under fastest 30 minutes of gaming let's oh. go ahead and jump into tonight's subject so tonight you guys we pulled off our list of ideas that either we've come up with or some that you guys have given us uh by messaging us and doing cool things like that uh well, we're going to talk about playing games with your kids tonight so um basically or, or your husband or wife yeah you it know, could be your significant yeah. other um in the gaming world if you have kids basically right you have in-house gaming partners all of us that have had kids have played games with our kids now we kind of already did a shorts it was way back number 22 i don't even think we number them but it, it was a while back this is like 34 so if you count back to 22 you'll find one um it, we talked about introing uh kids to skirmish games like what what are good games for that um but this week we're gonna be actually talking about actual gameplay with your kids right. and kind of just different things that come from that so I think to kick it off, what games do you play with your kids? Uh, what I, do you, I don't know, but I already what, looked at your notes, and I, I didn't what do you, that word you put in there. What do you like or what Candyland, they Candyland yeah. like? <laughs> Thankfully, my children do not like Candyland. So I'll get, for me, I'll get this out of the way first, because I have my kids range from 27 to 8. Yeah, you got so, the full game. Yeah, I've got, there. I've got, I can play at the most complex game level to not Candyland, maybe Shoots and Ladders. Oh, um, Monopoly. Monopoly is a very family oriented. I mean, no, it, it's not. That is like, that's the thing. That's for the regular brawl. people. That's, that's the regular people. Brawl game right there. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, as far as board games for, for my kids, my kids don't particularly like the really simple board games. Like I know we've teased before about Candyland, about mm -hmm. how as adults we hate games like that because it's just, there's nothing to it. There's no meat. And there's not supposed to be because it's for little kids. But my kids don't like those kind of games. My kids, probably their fav favorite game is Ghost Fight and Treasure Hunters, okay. which is there's a little bit of combat in it. There's uh, searching. There's card decks with random events happening so they really like that one and operation i mean okay. that's, that's a try that's a tried and true one right there and actually alder just commented and that's exactly what i was about to say yeah my kids can play zombicide from 8 to 27 every single one of them can get it because it's just it's really just pips on a dice and moving like in Candyland. these are good ones i've actually played with bob's kids king of tokyo and a lot of times these kids beat us and yeah, well, it, you sent me king of tokyo for my yeah. kids and we've played it too yeah it's a it's a good one um what what board games did you play with xander uh, let's see with Xander, I basically intro to you think about your intro games. So you're kind of pretty, not super in depth rules like Zombicide was right. one of them. Um, we played, 
um, Monster Apocalypse was a, a big one right. for us. Now, for him, that was a little bit much because that first edition of that had a ton of, you know, your monsters had sure. different powers and stuff like that. Um, and then we played some other, like, intro board games. You think of, like, Ticket to Ride, uh, you know, uh, Carcass Carcassonne? No, Catan. Catan, played Catan, which had some very basic rules about, yeah. you know, you're collecting your resources to do different stuff on the board. So kind of those intro ones. Right. Um, zombies. We played a lot of zombies, I remember. That's a fun game. I like that game. But, so kind of those intro games, I guess, yeah. is a lot of the ones that we would do. But since we're really about wargaming, that's kind of where we transition then from there to from the board games to those skirmish games, mm -hmm. how you get them into that. And I believe in episode 22, uh, I mentioned this, but one of the games that my kids love to play is wings of glory. And it's a little more complicated in that, you, you know, you have to do a little bit of thinking. I don't know who out there has played wings of glory, but you have to pre-plan moves. Yeah. See, we so did X-Wing. Like, so right, similar. Kind of like X-Wing, but you have to plan three moves. Yeah. And and then you play off of them. So what I did with my youngest is we would do one move at a time so that he didn't have to do that, you know, that projected thinking. Kids can't, they, they can't really think like that. But by the on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, that's what my youngest likes to play. He's eight. He loves Wings of Glory. But when my... 16 year old was nine that's when i introduced him to warhammer 40k okay so i know in i know one of the things we wanted to mention was don't sell the kids short don't no. blow your mind with what they're able to grasp in the game because i thought for sure okay he's he's not going to be able to play he's not going to get it there's too much it's math hammer well you know that's what I mean? that's what i thought about uh x-wing when we first introduced him but after a couple right. games he caught on quick and you know understood the strategy of the movement and stuff like that yeah. i think a lot of times when you're you know starting to play games with your kids you know you look for kind of these starting points and yeah. you try to find something that you know you both like you know you don't <laughs> you don't want to play candy land forever but you want to play something that you have fun with too otherwise right then it just kind of seems like an activity. You don't want just an activity right. necessarily. You want to kind of have fun in, I guess, the competition. Because, right. come on, what kid isn't going to like, I'm going to go after dad, you know, type right. of thing. So a mud hole in dad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I will play Candyland as soon as we sit down and write the rules for Candyland skirmish. Mm -hmm. As soon mm -hmm. as we do that, then I'm in. So we had a couple comments here. Tim said he... Uh, got, once you got past the role in movie, dropped them straight into classic Battletech. Whoo, that's hardcore. That's almost as bad as dropping them into Starfleet battles. <laughs> but hey, like we just said, though, kids will blow your mind with what they're able able to get. Yeah. Alder said Blood Bowl, and I got I'm I'm loving Bob on this one. D and D Attack Wing. I love Attack Wing. Bob and I have talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, he's he's actually game. running a D and D campaign with his kids right now at home. Nice. So, I, can't get my, I can't get mine to, to role play. And then Tim also mentioned Gaslands. I've actually, I've done yeah. that. Tim. I've done the Mario Kart Gaslands quite a bit. Yeah, and I think that's a good idea. If they're not really into the, the ap apocalyptic thing, you know, that maybe that doesn't attract them. Bring that kind of that video game cartoon-esque yeah. 
thing into it will grab them. Um, yeah. And you don't have to throw all the rules in there. You know, there's a lot of kind of complex rules in there for collisions and stuff like that. Yeah. You can cut those out, you know. Yeah, that's, that's what we did when we played. And we even expanded on it because for I know for Gaslands, I think on uh, Board Game Geek, someone has posted the oh. Mario Kart rules. Yeah. Modifications for the rules for that. But we did. So we went to Walmart. We bought all of the Mario Kart Hot Wheels. Yeah. So we could use them. Well, you know, being a miniature junkie, I mean, collector and all that I am, <laughs> when, when we were picking them all up, I'm like, ooh, what about the the Cars movie cars? We could do that, too. That, that so would we be just, fun. So we, have, so we have a whole bunch of those, too, that we do that. Um, and Spaz says, Candyland Skirmish sounds like it belongs in the Twisted Universe. That is 100% correct. And thank you for getting our mention of twisted. In. Oh, I need my, I need my desk. You, bell. Need ding, bell. Ding, ding. You, need bell. you need your bell. So what's some other stuff we wanted to talk about? with? So uh, another thing that you think about with kids when you're playing games with them is rules. So, I mean, do you go light on the rules for them? So it's easier to comprehend, you know, kind of house rule them, or do you go straight up? I mean, Tim goes straight up at the yeah, Robotech. He, so, you know, he's like, all right, so you need to track these 500 armor points yeah. and your how much heat you're tracking. I mean, I don't think you have to go light on kids. Like we've already mentioned, kids are smart and they'll surprise us. Uh, they, they catch on quick. I think our kids today, your kids today are smarter than you were when you were that age. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow I down. mean, I have to ask him sometimes to come help me fix something on the computer because I don't know how to close a dang program. <laughs> well, I so here's and I know I know we've mentioned this before in passing. I think here's the most crucial thing about the rules of the game when you sit your kids down to play is with video games and social media and all the stuff out there to attract the eye, ear, mind, and heart of your child to all that other stuff, you got to take advantage of that. Because what we forget is that the kids, that's the next generation of gamers. Yeah. And and video games don't say no. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mom or dad says, no, you can't play right now. But, but a video game doesn't say no. Like when I go to conventions, and some little kid comes and picks up my models and everybody else at the table sucks all the oxygen out of the air because they go like that because they're afraid they're going to break the model. You got to kind of you, you have to have a paradigm shift in your mind and you, you have to say, you know what? Video games don't say no. You want to touch that cool model, man? Go ahead. If you break mm -hmm. it, that's what I got super glue. It's OK. It's not a big deal. That way they'll actually play. Yep. And so I, I'm, I'm an advocate of, uh, like Bob said, start light at first and mm -hmm. it's not real long. Take the shorter games and then eventually they're going to start bugging you because they are children and that's what they do. And they yeah. will obsess on one game and you will come to hate that game for a little while. Because they'll be like, Dad, can we play Zombicide? We played it 30 minutes ago. I know I want to play again. I, I don't want to play again. So. <laughs> <laughs> can we play now you just asked me that 10 minutes ago i know but you said that 10 minutes ago so that you, there's always that conversation too so that's how xander when he was younger and we first got into uh some of the card games like uh he loved monopoly deal card game which you could still find that's a, right. actually way better than the board game um and like boss monster when we first got that right. he loved to play that because it just something just clicked in his mind with it 
that I think I beat him once, and that was in the beginning, and then that was it. I can't beat him anymore yeah. in that game. Yeah, well, my 16-year-old Fernando, Pokemon, right? He plays the heck out of Pokemon. He puts stuff together. He's like a list builder. You know, you have those guys in the 40K universe that play. Because yeah. it's mostly in 40K, where their, their one joy in the game has nothing to do with the models, nothing to do with rolling dice. They want a list build. That's yeah. how he is with Pokemon. And he makes this stuff that I'm looking at the deck and I go, how did, how did you even, there's 5 million Pokemon cards. How did you even connect those two that they would work together? They, they like, that figure it out, stuff? man. Yeah, yeah, they so. totally figure that out. <laughs> it's making us look So bad. we got any comments here? So um, let's see. Spaz said Heroscape. Is a great yeah. skirmish game yeah, for kids. Yeah, that's the last part, if you can find. And that's basically your dungeon crawler, right? There's a lot of dungeon crawlers out there that I think, you know, you could easily introduce them yeah. to them, like Zombicide. Zombicide's basically a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Um, Bay. Yep. Uh, that's a I. We picked that game up. I backed that Kickstarter. Um, what's the Super Dungeon Crawl? All of those, I think you can do the D and D box set games. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Um, it, and my, I'll tell you one that surprised me that my kids really liked was Endure the Stars. Okay. I, I really like that game. That's one of my favorite dungeon crawl sci-fi games. And they got a total kick out of that game. Yeah, hmm. I mean, My youngest can't really comprehend the sanity cards too much. Yeah. But, but he still he still liked playing and searching and rolling the dice and shooting. That's That's really what they like to do. But... It's getting them to enjoy that. It, my probably yeah. my favorite thing. And if you go back far enough in the Coastal Con Facebook group, you'll probably find a few pictures. My kids will get my terrain and they'll just set it up on a table. They'll have paper out, man. They're making up rules. They're rolling dice. I'm uh, and I'll come over and ask them questions, and they just make the rules up as they go. And I I think that's that's something as adults some of us lose that yeah. imagination so that's great to see that the kids are doing that because you know down the line that'll transfer to you know adult gamer in a way right. so uh okay so here's a big one and this this one i think i have failed at some oh. points oh, and many of us as parents may have gotten you know a little carried away with this but it's level of play meaning how hard do you go uh, I mean, do you hold back so they can have fun or you just play to win? You know, um, me in the past, I know when I start games, I kind of take it easy. You know, I'll uh, kind of uh, um, give them suggestions of what their options right. are and let them decide, you know, uh, because most of the time, once they played a couple times, they can handle it. They can. A lot of times they whoop us. Fernando right. whoops us all the time. Um and I, like I said, giving them options, the younger kids, I think that's the best way. And then let them yeah. decide. Um, but there's been times where it's backfired on me and I haven't held back. And we, I forget about that rule of letting them have fun. Now, I don't right. want to hold back so they have fun, but still make it fun. Right. Man, I had table flips a couple times. Oh, no. Well, see, <laughs> yeah. mine, mine goes like mine goes like this because I have so many kids. It depends on which one I'm playing against. So that's that's a challenge there. Right. Because Fernando is 16 years old. I got to do my best to try to crush him because I can't in Pokemon. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's the main game that he plays. And I'll play it with him all day long if he wants to. But I I don't really play Pokemon with him. I shuffle my cards and then put them away. That's basically what happens when I play. <laughs> and then my my daughter is nine and little Mac is eight. And I usually they they really like Wings of Glory, so I'll let them shoot me down because they get a kick out of shooting me down. My eleven year old is super competitive, so mm, I probably to, go full out and that. Got to go full out on him because he's super competitive. So and, and he's and he's good. He's good at stuff. Too. And that's probably some of these kids that are competitive like that. That's part of their enjoyment. If you hold sure. back and where they don't feel like it's a challenge or that you're being competitive or you're taking it easy, I've been called yeah. out before. Oh, on yeah, that. yeah, they get mad. And yeah. like, I don't want to play this game no more. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think it just depends on who it is. And with your own kids, it's obviously a little easier because you know, you know, you know, you know who they are. You, you know, know the breaking point, right? Yeah. You know, you know how you have to play with them. Um, I just, I just lose to Fernando. He's, <laughs> he won't play anything else with me. So, so I just lose to him. But, and I, I mean, I think it's good to, to kind of go regular pace with the kids so they learn that in the real world, people aren't going to take it easy on you. And it's, it's part of that, de them developing those skills of interacting with people, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, I did this. I'm, I'm sure you did this, too. You start playing games with your kids, not only for your own enjoyment, but to kind of help them socially interact with sure. people. Yeah, um, and I mean, it still amazes me to see him when we get together with our groups of friends. Granted, now he knows these adults, you know, dad's right. friends. But before then, he didn't really know them as a kid. Right. And that can be intimidating for a kid. But eventually, it builds that confidence where they can interact socially. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we and I, I don't think we can hammer this part enough. I'm not like this was turning into a parenting lecture or anything but uh there's they're so much smarter than really we ever give them credit for yeah they really are what they can grasp as a matter of fact we i'm going to pick on fernando again mostly because he's sitting right over here so he's been listening so nando it's probably his head's probably swelling up i can see his headphones they're kind of they're kind of stretched out right now yeah because head swelled up oh um, man but i mentioned that he started playing 40k at nine well if you recall when you and I met at Adepticon, he was 10 and he won the Adepticon Wild West Exodus yeah. tournament. Yeah, so, he, he was walking all over everybody. Yeah, it was so, hilarious. So, you know, they'll, they'll just, they'll, they'll, they'll surprise you so much if you just kind of let them, let them run with it. And sometimes, just sometimes, they'll even read a rule book. <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you this too. If you guys haven't yet, go over and uh, if if this conversation interests you at all, go over to Spaz's channel, Teaching with Board Games, yep. because that's the other huge thing. Look, man, uh, like Tim said, you start your kids with classic battle tech. When when they get into high school and are doing higher math, they're gonna be like, oh this oh this is easy. Mm -hmm. this, isn't, this isn't even as hard as trying to they track develop develop those family. skills. Right, exactly. Learning that stuff. And that's actually what Spaz's channel is all about. So go check that out. Yep. I like this comment that Bob said. He's well, for one, he's agreeing with you, Mac. So that's always hey. a plus, right? But he says play with younger kids to have fun. Teach playing for fun 
is the goal. Yes. Not winning isn't the goal. And yeah, that's something that we try to do, even though the kids are like, I'm going to win. I want to beat dad. Sure. Um, but that's fun. And then once they learn that, it's easier to play competitively. True. They know how to handle losing then. It's not about winning or losing. It's about playing your best and having fun. Yep, that's right. Because nobody goes to the table with the intention to lose a game, no matter what it is. You don't go to the intent. I didn't know with the I'm an oddity, though. I don't care. (laughs) Well, but not with the intention to lose. You don't go in and go, I'm going to lose a game of Twisted today. You go in and go, I'm going to do my very best to win. But I also know how I play what I'm looking for and the way I roll dice. So my expectation is I'm going to lose. That's my expectation. But, but being able to lose gracefully is way better than being able to win. gracefully. You know, if you're, if you're a good loser, people want to play again with you. So I in turn agree with Bob. So there we go. We have mutual agreement. So overall final thoughts here, we're kind of getting towards the end here. Um, why is it important to play games with your kids? And we've touched a little bit on this. Uh, one of them, of course, is the bond with your kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's, your, it's your family. You, you want to have that good relationship with your kid and it teaches them critical thinking, problem solving. Yep. Uh, I mentioned interact with other people, math, math. And um, I mean that all around it's, a good skill to develop with your kids. I mean, not oh, just yeah. having fun, but these other skills. Yeah. And and with some of those boxes of games, you also teach them how to play Tetris as they try and put the pieces away. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've had to repack some boxes in the old days. Uh, okay. You can always tell when the kids have been in it because yeah. it's sitting about the, the two boxes. There's that big gap because the box didn't close all the way because they just, they, they started strong. But there was just so much stuff you start pushing it in. Yep, yep. I mean, they have the cards in there all twisted and turned and flipped and flopped. And um, yeah, that's a good comment from from Spaz there. Being a gamer means being a lifelong learner. Well, Spaz, if that's not already the catchphrase of teaching with board games, I think it should be. There you go. Shirt. Bam. There you go. You got a shirt. You got a shirt now. Now you need a coffee cup, Spaz. You need to see a coffee cup. You need to see a coffee cup. Put that up in Discord. Who's taking us out today, sir? Is it my turn or is it yours? Uh, you know what? I think it's my turn this oh, week. Yes. Your yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. Funny boy. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for joining us for Indie Invasion Live Shorts. Uh, we do them Wednesdays on Facebook. Uh, we go to Twitch, YouTube, and we really enjoy doing these and interacting with you guys. But if you guys want to catch some more content that we create audio-wise, you can look on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. We have a lot of audio stuff on there. And also feel free to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Discord. We got a lot of conversation and different people posting pictures of projects on there and you can drop us a line at indieinvasion at gmail.com if you guys have any ideas for more shorts or maybe new games to look at for the the audio or youtubes um and there we go there's your discord link to join in the conversation it's slowly growing i love seeing some of the 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 posts that we see on there like today alders mm-hmm game that he played last night that's great seeing stuff like that and um if we got something coming up pretty soon coastal con and you can check out 
any breaking news and information on the website at coastaltext.com. And we have also links for all these things we I just mentioned on there. And you can listen to the audio podcast on there also. And if you like what we're doing, you can visit us at patreon.com backslash Indian invasion. You don't have to throw money our way. We enjoy doing this for you guys, but any support we appreciate. And we have a bunch of content on there that you guys can check out for free. You don't have to throw money at it and check None it out. None of it is exclusive. None of it's exclusive. So you can view it at your leisure. And hey, I got a new hat, guys. And we got shirts and we got coffee mugs. If you guys would like one, visit us at redbubble.com people indie invasion and you can take your pick of a bunch of logos we got right you need yeah. a sweatshirt we got sweatshirts on there and you need a t-shirt to cover that naked body that's a t-shirt. Right. yep i was hoping tyler would be on today i was going to ask him if he had gotten his gift yet but i didn't think <laughs> it was on tonight so darn it i have to wait till next week to find out yep yep but that is about it tonight guys that is as Todd likes to say fastest 30 minutes in gaming. I know it doesn't feel like 30 minutes, but hey, it is. And one last reminder, you guys, we are going to be changing our days to Thursday, October 7th. So just throwing that out there so you guys can prepare. I know a lot of people are excited because they can actually join in on the live stream and, you know, have some conversation with us, which we also love having with you guys. But... Until next week, guys, when you're out there playing games with your kids and picking up the pieces after they table swipe it, prepare for the invasion. <laughs>